Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We continue to tackle everything happening in the aviation world in the time of COVID, and this week, it's time to have the great IFE debate. Uh, and for listeners who may not know, what's IFE? All right. Yeah, that's in-flight entertainment, sir. And different airlines have very different beliefs on what should be provided. All right, let's do this. I am ready to brawl. It's not that kind of fight, Dave. But uh, <laughs> before we get into that, we again want to thank our sponsor, BetterHelp. Regular listeners know BetterHelp provides affordable professional counseling done securely online. We'll talk more about that later in the show. Uh, you know, Brett, it's nice to see that you've brought the deep, sexy radio voice to the show today. Well, Dave, <laughs> I would have preferred not to, but you know, COVID breakthrough infections can do that to you. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this sucks. It's unfortunate, but, uh, you know. Yeah, it, uh, it most certainly does. Uh, I'm glad I'm vaccinated because so far it's been fairly mild. But anyway, we don't have time for this today. We'll talk about that in a later episode. Great. So back to IFE. Uh, if it's not that kind of fight, what kind of fight is it? Well, the general question here is not whether entertainment should be provided at all. It's just exactly how entertainment should be provided. I mean, when Spirit decides it's worth it to install Wi-Fi, you know that there's some kind of base requirement in the world now. Uh, so you're calling Wi-Fi in-flight entertainment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it keeps people distracted, right? Uh, in fact, what they call it is, is IFEC. <laughs> you throw connectivity on the end there. Uh, but if we go back to the beginning of aviation, uh, Wi-Fi used to be staring out the window and hoping your propeller didn't stop spinning. That, uh, that sounds like a thriller to me. I mean, it could be sometimes, not not a not a great one. But uh, over over time, the real entertainment turned to food. They'd have these elaborate multi-course meals that would help pass the time. Uh, oh, have you ever heard of United's executive flights, Dave? I mean, I've watched Mad Men, uh, so let me guess. Uh, it's something that would be highly inappropriate if it happened today. Yeah, you, you got that right. So starting in the 1950s, United flew these executive flights between Chicago and New York. These flights were only for men. I'm not kidding. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, and it, it gets so much worse. So let's put a link to this spectacular article uh, in the show notes. Um, it, it quotes a spokesperson as saying, Quote, what we give men is an opportunity to get away from women. We don't regard it as segregation. We regard it rather as a little luxury, end quote. Wow. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so awful. It, yeah, it really, it really is. Uh, but anyway, I'm getting away from the point. It took over three hours for that flight back in the day, and businessmen were treated to drinks, a steak dinner, and cigars. It was quite the regular boys' club, and it helped pass the time. Cigar smoke on an airplane. That uh, that sounds like torture of the worst kind. Yeah, well, it was a different time, but uh, the, these are the days of flying first class on the company dime. Mm. And as the economy became more and more prevalent, this kind of entertainment wasn't really an option. They started showing movies on board. You're probably too young to remember this, but it used to be they'd use those old three-color projectors to put a movie on the front of each cabin. 
and uh, the window shades all had to be closed or you couldn't see anything. And the sound came through those old air tubes with the double plug, like those pneumatic ones. It was so cool. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I do remember this. Uh, I remember the the TV in the middle. But uh, I, I yeah. by my time, they had replaced the tubes with headphones. Uh, you know, those like yeah. cheap ones that the ha- the flight attendants used to hand out for free. Yeah, if they didn't break by the end of the flight, it was considered a victory. Uh, but it's too bad you don't remember those because those are the best. I used to love messing with my brother. I'd, I'd tell him to listen to something, and then I'd take the other end, and I'd blow really hard. <laughs> just, uh, it's fun. Your idea of entertainment is highly questionable. Oh, come on. But look, I mean, that that's what I'm talking about. you got to find ways to pass the time on the airplane, right? <laughs> I remember when they started using those regular headphones, and it was like this amazing change. And then we rolled into seatback screens, but it was those obnoxious screens where they had like four channels, and the movies just rolled in a loop on each one. So you'd finish one movie and inevitably be in the middle of another if you wanted to switch. Uh, so you'd have to like time it and come back. Oh, that's the worst. But the screens were also about the size of my phone, and the resolution was garbage. All right, so this is all ancient, ancient history. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to having yes. screens with all kinds of options and Wi-Fi, so let's get to the debate. Such a child. All right. <laughs> we'll do that. No more nostalgia right after this short break. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It sure is, and we do love them for it, because life is full of stressors. Like getting COVID. That's a stressor. (laughs) And it it doesn't matter who you are, what you have, your life is probably stressful. Yep, I have to work with you every day. Again, yeah, I know. (laughs) Stressful for me too. Hopefully you've enjoyed this time of me lying in bed for a few days. (laughs) But I think it's important to remember that you may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use a chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. You can talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, Dave. Not me. Someone who isn't going to judge you. Not me. Or take sides on anything. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, when there when there are things uh, you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, uh, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. Uh, I used to just unload on my dog, but uh, she just licked my face and didn't really help. I don't know. That seems like that is helpful therapy, actually. <laughs> the love of a good dog. Yeah, uh, a little en- endorphin boost. That's right. Uh, But this is why BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback from Not Me. You'd be surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Cranky Talk listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Cranky. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Cranky. As you mentioned, airlines have come up with all sorts of entertainment in the last couple of decades. Wi-Fi started out as... uh, barely usable (laughs) and now it can handle a lot of what you'd want on an airplane at least on some airlines some airlines 
in some cases, it can actually be nearly as good as what you get at home. Well, if you live in the middle of a desert. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, so, who... Who uh, who uh, who slipped some uh, some sponsorship money behind my back? No, <laughs> no, it's you can get the content you can get at home. That, like you can stream now sometimes. And all right, anyway, the IFE companies realized they could pretty easily piggyback on that Wi-Fi system, and then just offer content stored on the airplane. So this gets to the the easiest part of the equation here. So now. You can stream stuff that just is on the airplane. It, it doesn't go down to the ground or up to the satellite or whatever it is to get the content. Um, so that you don't have buffering issues. You don't have any of this stuff. It's just on the airplane, just like it would be if you had a CPAC screen. Um, but, you know, it, it's on your own device. And then meanwhile, CPAC screens have grown to include like dozens of channels like Emirates has a thousand movies loaded. Um, they have live television and games and more and all this stuff. See, now you're talking my language. I love JetBlue from the moment I watched their live TV. Oh, it was an absolute coup when JetBlue rolled that out. It set the bar for other airlines. Delta developed its low-cost carrier song just to compete with JetBlue, and it had live TV, too. Um, that was a total failure, but they uh, they kept the screens for the regular Delta fleet. <laughs> All right, so what's the debate? Well, as these technologies all evolved, and as airlines started to find that nearly all of their passengers carried some kind of personal device, a split developed. Some airlines started figuring they could take the screens off the airplane. That would reduce complexity, reduce weight, and reduce the number of times someone had to come on board to fix one of those damn broken systems. All right, I can understand that with all the streaming content. I mean, uh, usually, I just download a bunch of stuff, TV, movies, books, uh, and watch it or read it on my phone or tablet. Um, if I run out, uh, I'd want to be able to access more, uh, and sometimes it's just fun to watch new movies you can't even download yet. That actually has been an issue. Uh, th mm. That's what the studios call early window content, and they like to push it onto airplanes to get people hooked and, you know, get the buzz going and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they didn't trust streaming it to people's devices because they figured it would be easy for people to steal the content or, you know, easy enough. Mm -hmm. um, and I honestly don't know how they feel about it now. But considering the number of movies that are now being released on multiple platforms simultaneously <laughs> and the shrinking of the window between theatrical release and streaming for those that even have a window, it just doesn't seem like an issue. Right, so who are the main players in this argument? Okay, so we, we can start with Delta, which has been firmly in the you-need-a-screen camp for a, a long time. Um, it has screens on all but its smallest airplanes, and it's putting screens on, on its new deliveries, airplanes that are even like a little over 100 seats. Uh, Delta has streaming on board, and it has screens, so it's, it's got the whole dual thing going on there. Uh, what, what it wants to do is recreate the living room experience where people may watch something on a screen and dick around on the internet on their phone. All right. And on the other side? Well, that's where you find American. So American strongly believes that people don't need screens anymore. As long as you provide a ton of content to stream and power outlets, then that's all you need. Um, in its newest airplanes, American has put a phone and tablet holder on the back of the seat in front of you, so you can just mount it, plug it in, and stream to your heart's content. Oh, I, I love the phone tablet holder. It's a huge improvement. 
and I agree the power outlet thing is really important, but yeah, yeah. the phone tablet holder is amazing. <laughs> I'll agree. I, I had my, my first experience with that earlier this year and it, it was pretty great. Um, yeah. but, uh, then power. Yeah. And I have to point out on power though. Um, Southwest doesn't believe in that. Mm. <laughs> so Southwest came from the other direction here because it had no IFE, uh, but it added uh, streaming live TV and Wi-Fi, and that has a library of content as well. So you can stream it all you want, but you won't find a power outlet anywhere in the fleet. I mean, I guess if I'm flying to Vegas, I don't care because it's such a short flight. You say that, but it's not true. Cause, like, imagine you work a full day and, and then you're flying to Vegas at the end of the day when your phone is dead or you have just enough juice to summon the ride share after you land. Like, you don't always have time to show up with a full battery. Uh, but even if you do, Southwest does a lot of five-plus-hour flights, especially now with all those new Hawaii flights they do. Mm-hmm. I, I find it to be pretty ridiculous that they still won't put power on board. Sure, and, you know, a lot of people fail to prepare. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Way to I go, wanted... Dave. <laughs> uh, I won't admit this often, but uh, that's a good point you make. Uh, you know, a five-hour flight, you do, you do kind of need some charge. Um, so where do the other airlines lie? The other big guy is United. Um, and it actually, uh, it just did a big flip-flop. So it, it used to be on Team American. It had stopped installing screens on its fleet. Uh, even though it had it previously. Uh, Then it had a change of heart. And the airline just announced a month or so ago that all new deliveries would have big screens in the back of every seat. It also said it would retrofit the rest of the fleet in the next few years. So you will get a screen, except on little regional jets. Why did they change their mind? It's hard to say. Um, United CEO says he's always been a fan of screens, but I assume they've just done a ton of research and come to the conclusion that screens matter. Uh, it it just seems weird to think that American came to the opposite conclusion. So I I don't quite know what data they're all looking at. It's it's interesting. Hmm. I guess uh, I guess I don't really care. <laughs> right. Well, has to do with airplanes, and uh, you you never do care. So. <laughs> uh, ha, ha. But no, and maybe I'm an outlier here. Um, I want entertainment on an airplane, um, but I bring my own devices. And I always download content at home before I get to the airport. I almost never rely on the airplane streaming options. If the power outlets work, then I'm good to go. Uh, Does that mean I wouldn't like it uh, if there was a screen? Of course not. Uh, (laughs) I don't. There's no situation where a screen is a bad thing. Uh, How about a screen that just shows my face the whole time? Uh, No, that would be yeah. Okay, that would be a bad thing. See. (laughs) <laughs> proved you wrong uh, also though tell that to the people who think screens are too bright and prevent them from sleeping in a dark cabin uh, well you know how about tell them instead about uh this magical invention called the eye mask yeah touche I, I i do think i think this whole thing is actually really a generational thing um I, i've waffled on it for years honestly like i like the early window content but now that's probably not an issue i i don't know nope yeah i i I do like having something that isn't connected to my phone or tablet, though. It just feels like a like a special treat. Like it's like going to the movie. You know, it just feels different. Um, but I, I I definitely have been happy to take advantage of the two screen situation. Hell, I've I've even gone for three. Like here's here's the dream scenario, Dave. Ready? <laughs> All right. So the dream scenario is 
if I'm busy, like I, I have work to do. So an empty middle seat with screens, right? So I turn mine to like a baseball game. And let's say it's a three and a half hour flight and the game starts the second we leave. It's a beauty. And then in the middle seat, I put on the moving map. And then I log onto the internet on my, on my computer and do work. And that's like the dream, right? But, but then I flip-flop back again when I realized that I'd rather not log on at all. <laughs> <laughs> and and just having a screen prevents me from being distracted. Uh, I don't know. It's... This seems a, a little bit more complicated for you than it should be. You aren't wrong. But I guess the point is that some feel like you do. They don't care, but will gladly use the screen if it's there. But would it drive the airline you choose? No, definitely not. Yeah, exactly. But then other people, probably those older than you, really want that entertainment. It, it's not a clear decision to me, but... It's one that different airlines have come to very different conclusions on. So that's why I find it so fascinating to have this whole debate. Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. Before we go, we want to again thank BetterHelp. Head on over to betterhelp.com cranky. That's betterhelp.com cranky for 10% off your first month. If you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com. And please remember to leave us a five-star rating. This helps others find our podcast. Dave, I've got a special treat today. Oh, this is exciting. Is it a five-star review? Um, more like the exact <laughs> opposite. <laughs> we received an email this week from someone who had just listened to the last Cranky Talk about Biden's executive order. And he said, I quote, was interested in hearing the podcast about what executive order was for the airlines. Click on here, podcast here, and listen to two guys saying really nothing interesting at all. Did I miss something? End quote. <laughs> um, see, I told you uh, we should talk about things uh, instead of nothing. I don't know. I'm in the Seinfeld camp. But uh, <laughs> listen, this guy was so passionate. He wrote back again seven minutes later, <laughs> and he said, quote, help me out here. I click on to hear about Biden and the airlines, and I listen to two guys laughing and telling unrelated chatter and crap. Loved Cranky Flyer until I listened to this, end quote. <laughs> um, that's dedication, but I, I mean, to lose a, uh, a, a follower who loved your content until one bad podcast i don't know i don't know how dedicated this person is just you know everyone's got different <laughs> motivators i guess but I, I do i just want to say to him though that uh no you did not miss anything at all sir we did talk about the executive order we linked to it in the text in the show notes and if you aren't a fan of the banter then i'm going to say our podcast probably is not right for you <laughs> If anyone else has suggestions for what, <laughs> no, but, but anyway, <laughs> if you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, let us know via email at info at crankyconcierge.com or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Cranky Concierge. If you're looking for the top daily airline news stories, you can subscribe to Cranky Daily at crankydaily.com.